Well, hello everyone. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm Young Hasio to all my K-pop peeps out there. Let me introduce myself. My name is Denise, and you are listening to my podcast. It's called That K-pop Talk, where every week I bring you the news and reviews of the latest and greatest in Korean popular music. Now, what I would love for you guys to do is go click like, share, and subscribe to my podcast channel. And if you guys would love to support, there is a link you can click on in that description box for that as well. Sit back and relax, everybody, because first up is K-pop news, and I don't want you to go anywhere. Stay tuned. Welcome back to that K-pop talk. It is time for K-pop news. And um, just to let you guys know that K-pop talk turned one year old on December 2nd. So for those of you who wished me happy anniversary and happy birthday for my podcast, I truly from the bottom of my heart say thank you so much. And um, I really appreciate it as well. Okay, moving on to the top news story. You guys, I was so shocked when I found out about this. I was speechless, but nevertheless, I have to report it. Um, we're talking about a major dance coach slash trainer with big hit music. As we know, BTS is with big hit music under Hive, and so is Tomorrow by Together. We're talking about a major dance coach slash dance trainer that was fired on November 20th for allegedly embezzling around $3.9 million from Big Hit slash Hype. This person, they labeled employee A, quote unquote, employee A. This person allegedly, like I said, not only embezzled money, but this person also allegedly had forgery allegations against him and also improper use of the Hype name. And this person took his victim's money, promising them a return on their investments and never even returned the initial investment on top of the return of it. Like he didn't return any money. The victims were composers, choreographers, and entrepreneurs. I'm very surprised at this, you guys. I, I just don't know what to say. I'm speechless. But... What happened was Hybe was made aware of this back in September. And supposedly, allegedly, this person did it for years. They did their own internal investigation, Hybe did. And when it was concluded that there was misconduct, that's when they termed this person. And it was concluded by the Disciplinary and Personnel Committee. So this person is now allegedly being sued by Hive, and also there are criminal charges. They're saying that there are going to be criminal charges against this person as well for fraud, alleged fraud. What do you guys think about that? Do you guys know who the dance coach is? I do because his Instagram is wiped clean. It's like almost like he doesn't exist, but I know who he is. Someone revealed it on, I think I was on Twitter and someone revealed his Instagram name. And I, I went back because I followed this person. I was like, oh my goodness, it's true. His Instagram is wiped clean. 
I also noticed something too when John John Cook's dancer switched out mid-promotion of standing next to you. If you guys look closely, you'll see a couple of dancers have changed. That's because in the industry, when there is something that is disruptive from the top, it trickles down to everyone underneath them and they make changes. So whoever this dance coach is, anyone who is closely tied to him that he had personal relations with and they know he was close with, they probably got rid of those dancers as well. Because I've noticed some changes. So see if you guys notice which dancers I'm talking about. Okay, moving on, you guys. I'm, I'm glad that Hybe caught the person. And, um, you know, I am hoping that the members of BTS and Tomorrow by Together, um, I know they're probably disappointed in this person because they probably was close with this person because this person was with them for years. Can you imagine? Okay, you guys. So I am hoping that whoever steps in, you know, doesn't change the aesthetic. And if they do change it, it's for the betterment of Tomorrow By Together and BTS. That they're moving forward in a new direction and not backwards. Because, you know, you can change your aesthetic a little bit and really come out on top and really be better for it. So, you know, I think everything happens for a reason. So if you know, um, is meant for this guy not to be in their lives any morning and, and he is facing criminal charges, you know, that the person they bring in is meant for this person to come in when he did. Fate had it that this new dance coach comes in and take him in a better direction. That's how I see it. You know, always look at the glass halfway full, not halfway empty. Okay. Anywho, let's move on, y'all. I just had to let y'all know about that. So let me know if you guys think you know who it is that got fired from Hyde and, um, and you know, is allegedly facing criminal charges. Okay, anywho, let's move on. So not sure if you guys know about this, but Rolling Stone made a list and it's called the 100 Best Songs of 2023. There are several K-pop artists who made this list. And the list I'm not disagreeing with, but the ranking of the K-pop artists in this top 100 or the 100 best songs of 2023 list is what I'm questioning, the ranking. Okay, so we have New Jing, 17, Twice, V, Jisoo, 50-50, Espa, and John John Cook. Now, here are their rankings. Super Shy by New Jing's is number six, 47, Super by 17, Ranking 55 is Moonlight Sunrise by Twice. 58 is Rainy Days by Fee. V, and I mean via BTS. Um, 67 is Flower by Jisoo of Blackpink. Number 75 is Cupid 50 by 5050. Um, number 95 is Spicy by Espa. And number 99 is 7 by John John Cook featuring Lotto. Now that's the one I'm really questioning is... Seven by John John Cook featuring Lotto. You mean to tell me you, you're putting him at 99 out of the best 100 songs of 2023 when seven outperformed all the previous songs I just mentioned combined? Like, you guys, seven had a certified platinum certification. Well, I say certified platinum certification. They had a certified platinum yeah, certified platinum certification 
from the RIAA, which is the Recording Industry, what is it? Recording Industry Association of America. That's major, y'all. The other ones did not set the records at seven set. The fastest song to reach a billion streams, like it set so many records and is continuing to set records. So I'm sort of confused why seven is number 99. Like it's first to last out of the rankings. How in the world did Spicy by Espa get a higher ranking than seven? Or Moonlight Sunrise by Twice get a higher ranking than seven? I'm sort of confused on that. When none of these other songs that I'm looking at even placed in the Billboard top 100 or 200 like seven did. I'm sort of confused why Rolling Stone would even rank them like that, especially in counterparts to the American artists. It's so interesting. If you guys want to see that, just go to Rolling Stone's website or type in the 100 best songs of 2023 list and you will see what I'm talking about as far as the rankings. Okay, let's move on, you guys. Anywho, let me turn the page here and see what we got next. I'm going to give out some accolades to some people. Stray Kids. Now, Stray Kids has slowly been growing on me. Um, I know my friend from Germany, she loves them, Spina. And I know that um, my girls at What in the K-Pop um, in Houston, they, they love Stray Kids, too. And... You know, Stray Kids, like I said, they've been growing on me. This last album that they had, Rockstar, is kicking butt, taking names. And let me tell you, I am loving every single song on this album. Every single one of the songs are bops, as the kids would say. So good. Um, so let me give you some numbers. Rockstar is the fourth consecutive number one. Four Stray Kids on the Billboard 200 chart. This is their fourth consecutive number one. The previous albums were Ordinary, Maxident, and Five Star. So all three of those albums have reached the number one on the Billboard chart. And now Rockstar has done that beat as well. So congratulations to Stray Kids for that. And they also entered the big three charts. So they entered the Billboard 200, Hot 100, and Artist 100. The only other K-pop group to do that is, you already know, BTS. So Stray Kids is the second group to achieve such a feat. So congratulations on that as well. Speaking of achieving the feat, well, I say achieving a feat, achieving a feat. <laughs> I had to think about that one. Um, let's talk about Blackpink for a minute. Blackpink is now the most streamed girl group for the fifth year in a row. So congratulations to Blackpink for that. We're talking about Spotify, the most streamed girl group for the fifth year in a row. But they set another record that I'm sort of confused on. So at the Mama Awards, did you guys know that Blackpink for two years in a row was not nominated for anything. Here is someone who set records, is the highest grossing girl group of all time, beating out Destiny's Child and Spice Girls, the most streamed group, girl group on Spotify, five years in a row, the highest number of YouTube followers 
on YouTube out of anybody, even beating BTS. But yet, they have not gotten any nominations from the Mom Awards for two years in a row. Zero. Wow. Something to think about, huh? And speaking of Blackpink and YG, the company, let's talk about Baby Monster. Now, I know I've been reading from a lot of netizens that they feel that Baby Monster, you know, really wasn't as talented as Blackpink. But again, numbers don't lie. We're going to talk about numbers right now. Baby Monster, their new song, their debut song, Batter Up, set records. You remember um, they already broke Blackpink's record for the debut numbers, right? Well, according to YouTube, Batter Up had the most views in 24 hours out of anybody else. They had 22.59 million views on November 27th. They had them ranking number one. Also, they had the most views for the week of November 24th through the 30th. And out of the most views for the week, five days, five consecutive days, they were constantly number one. They broke Blackpink's debut numbers. So I think they're going to be around for a while. I know on their uh, music video, I think they're right around, what, 26, 29 million right now. And they just debuted their um, performance videos already at 2 million. So, and it hasn't even been 12, 12 hours yet. And they're already close to 2 million, right at 2 million at the time of me um, recording this. So Baby Monster is going to be here. While. It's going to be interesting to see what the numbers look like between Baby Monster and New Jinx if they're ever going to debut around the same time. Not debut, but have a comeback around the same time. I would love to see that showdown. Baby Monster versus New Jinx. And really, I guess you can't compare tip for tap because New Jinx came out first and they came out with a Seraphim, you know, Itsy, Espa. They all came out right around the same time. And I guess Baby Monster, you could say they're in a newer generation along with Rise and some other groups. But where are the other girl groups that would debut along the side, alongside um, Baby Monster that can keep up with them? The only one to me that comes close will be the, the groups I just named, especially New Jeans. So time will tell. But I do want to clarify, Ion. She is still with Baby Monster. I know a lot of people think that she left. She did not leave. She just did not debut with the group because of things that she's going on personally. And we should allow her that space to, you know, do whatever she needs to do in private. And when she's ready to join, you know, Baby Monster, she'll come back. But we shouldn't be quick to judge as to what is going on or draw our own conclusions. I will put that out there. So... But Baby Musters, not Musters, <laughs> Baby Muster, congratulations. Um, I think they're doing phenomenal. And I like their song. Yeah, it does sound sort of like something that um, Blackpink would do. But let me tell y'all, every agency has their own vibe, their own aesthetic. And I think SM's aesthetic is just different from, you know, from Hybe's aesthetic, which is different from YG's aesthetic, which is different from JYP's aesthetic. Like each 
agency, you can tell what their aesthetic is by the overall common thread of how their music sounds throughout their artists. I, I can tell you right now, SM, the harmony is just out of this world. They're going to come through. Now, I will say this, you guys, about Baby Monster. Um, and I'm going to talk more about this during their um, my music video picks of the week because their performance video did make that that um, one of the picks of the week. Their performance level, I'm sort of questioning if YG threw them out there before they were really ready because they felt pressure. Because I looked at their performance of their choreo and it's not as clean as I would like it. I've seen cleaner choreography coming from the girls when they were in training. And I know, don't come for me, y'all. It is what it is. Just go back and look at their videos. Their choreography is not as clean as it could be. But they are still talented. I love their song. And I do think they're going to go far. I really do. I really think that Blackpink, in a way, has patched the... Sorry. I cannot talk, y'all. Um... My mouth is getting parched. Um, but what I'm saying is I think that Blackpink has patched. What, what is going on? Y'all can't even talk. I think Blackpink has passed the torch. I really do. Because you guys, let's be real. You know, the girls from Blackpink are getting older. Just like BTS is getting older and some other groups like Seventeen and, you know, NCT. Like they're all getting older, but they're still good at what they do, Right. But there's a younger generation of kids that are growing up and these younger groups that are debuting speaks to these younger kids, right? So what I'm saying is I think that Blackpink has passed the torch on to Baby Monster to say, hey, we're getting older and our fans are growing with us. You guys take over for the younger generation and you connect with them. Some of them will still connect with us. But we want you to be the one that speaks for the younger generation as well as we get older. So I really believe that's what's going on. And with that being said, they may sound a little bit like Blackpink. But you know what? They're still doing a good job. I mean, 29 million people are listening to them right now. And for a performance video to debut with 2 million views already, and we know performance videos don't do half as well as the original music video for them to get 2 million already. That says something y'all that says there are a group of people who really, really like baby monster and I'm one of them. So there's that. Okay. You guys let's talk about, um, Itzy. Itzy is having a comeback. You guys, their second album, second full album called, um, come to be. C-O-M-E-T-O-B-E, -E, come to be, comes out January 8th. I'm looking forward to these girls. One thing about Itzy is that you never know what you're going to get with them, but they're going to be clinging about it. You know, they're to me, they're like the silent, the silent um, girls that will, you know, come out of nowhere. And all of a sudden you're like, who is that? What's Itzy? Oh my goodness. Like, you know, they, they don't, they're not overly loud in their promotions. They're there. You know, they're there. And, you know, they still going to kick butt and take names. They're just not overly out there when it comes to promoting. Right. But we know they're there and we know they're talented and they're not going anywhere. And the last comeback that I want to talk about or another comeback I want to talk about is your girl Fatu from Black Swan. Yes. 
she is going to make history and here's why first of all um if you guys haven't heard last week's episode i had the opportunity to interview black swan when they were here in los angeles for the fan meeting tour in california and fato is the um leader of black swan the first international non-korean k-pop group and she just has a beautiful essence about her. The first African, not black, but African K-pop artist. I believe she's from Senegal. And let me tell you, she has such poise about her. I um, was asking her about um, being a polyglot because the girl speaks five languages. Yes, she does. And she's very intelligent. And I'm so happy for her. So... As the world's first African K-pop artist, she is having a solo debut of her first mixtape EP album that is going to drop on December the 8th, which is next Friday or this Friday. And I'm so excited, you guys. Her album cover, when I saw it, or when I saw her promotional um photo concepts or the concept photos I was floored like she is so beautiful and she's wearing a afro yes she's wearing an afro a k-pop rapper wearing a afro she is going back to her roots and I am here for it not only that her choreographer for her, I believe it will be her music video or even her performances, is a young woman by the name of Canny. I think it's Canny or Canny. I remember her from Beyonce. Not only just Beyonce, my godson was singing um, backup in a Kelly Rowland performance and she hired him for that. And I remember this girl, and she's a good choreographer. And I think she's also African. And I remember Beyonce's, I think it was her Lemonade album. Not her Lemonade album. It was um, the album after that, when it was African-based. And I remember that Candy did some of the choreo for that. So... Based upon that and based upon what I know from what my godson has told me about her, this project that Fato has coming out is going to be one that we all are going to want to closely watch and appreciate. I'm proud of her. I'm glad she is making history in what she is doing in K-pop. So hats off to Fato. I am so happy for her. And I don't, I, I'm just curious as to where this goes for her. I really am. And by the way, it's Fatu, not Fato. I corrected myself. December 8th, 2023. The name of her first mixtape EP album is Adea. A-D-A-E-H, letter one. You guys go to Black Swan, go to go to Fatu, um, go to her Instagram. C 
see the beautiful, beautiful concept photos from her. Just gorgeous. Okay, last but not least, I want to wish Subin happy birthday, leader of Tomorrow by Together. On December 5th, he has a birthday. So I just want to say happy birthday to Subin. And that wraps up our K-pop news segment. Coming up next is BTS News. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the K-pop talk. It is time for BTS News. Yes, we're going to talk about my Bong Tong boys. Let's start off with the oldest, the eldest member, Jin. Happy birthday. Yes, he is 31. And you know what? I really um, am taking to Jin right now because... We're on BTS Reunion 2025 watch, right? And we know what milestone Jin in June is, right? Jin in June, the J in J, Jin in June. Because when Jin is discharged from the military, we know that marks the beginning of the reunion of OT7. We know that marks the beginning of the reversal, right? Right now, they're all going in. But when Jin comes out, then we're going to watch as they each come out, right? It's going to be a happy day for us because we know the end of them being in the military is near when Jen comes out. So we're celebrating right now with his birthday. This is the start. Like, happy birthday, Jen. Okay, now Herbin, get out. <laughs> okay. Um, other good news for BTS besides Jen's birthday and knowing that he's going to get out in June, we are talking about the mamas. Six years in a row, they won the Worldwide Icon of the Year. This is their sixth year. So congratulations to BTS for that. Um, we know that on November 21st, they made the announcement that um, the remaining four, which is V, RM, Jimin, and Jungkook, will be going into the military. And I still get worked up every time I talk about this, but nevertheless, we got to talk about it, right? Um, we have an update on the four members that are going in. Whew. Every time I talk about this, I just have to just try to hold my peace because, you know, it's very emotional talking about this. Um, but on December the 11th, RM and V will go in together, right? They'll go into training together. Now, after training, V actually is going to be part of the special forces. Um, he will be joining what they call the special task force of the Army's Capital Defense Command known as SDT. And this is a counterterrorism unit and it's also a first responder unit. Um, you really have to apply ahead of time and be accepted. And there's several phases that you have to go through both written tests, interview, um, strength agility to be able to be accepted. And V um, supposedly, allegedly is accepted into this program so congratulations to him a lot of people thought that v was like very timid very weak in some ways i don't know why they get that because to me all of bts if you could do a whole concert three or four hours and you're constantly jumping around your stamina is good if you are singing live 
after a couple hours and you are fully belting the sound out of your mouth, your stamina is good. So it didn't surprise me that V, you know, got accepted. What surprised me is he wanted to do it because Special Forces is no joke, y'all. But congratulations to V. Um, RM will be sent, you know, we don't know where, but, you know, he will be sent to a different location as well. So they will split up. What is interesting is Jimin and Jungkook are going in as companion buddies. They're going in together. So they'll go in together, they'll train together, and they'll be stationed together. That is the interesting part. Um, I'm not sure if it's because John Jung Cook is the youngest and Jimin said, hey, you know, I'll be there for you. Or if it's because, you know, they're really best buddies and they just want to do it together. Now, I do know in South Korea, if you want to do the buddy system, you can. There are certain requirements, but um, evidently Jimin and Jung Cook uh, met those requirements that they can be buddies in the military together. What is also so cool is the training part will be under none other than Jen. Yes, Jen will be um, overseeing their training along with the other ones, of course, that are going in. And um, that is, I believe that's the 5th Infantry Division Boot Camp. Yeah, it is. It's the 5th Infantry Division Boot Camp. So um, at least, you know, they'll have companions with each other and you know, they can cheer each other through and make sure each other has someone they, they can confide in while they're going through all that um, in the military. So there's that. Also, I want to talk about Jimin. You remember I was saying how um, John Jung Cook's album got certified platinum for seven? Well, Jimin's album, well, not album, but his single, his single. And let me back that up. John Jung Cook's album didn't get certified platinum. His single seven got certified platinum. Platinum, sorry. So Jimin's single like crazy just got its certification from the RIAA, which is the Record Record Industry um, Association of America. So Jimin got his platinum certification in the U.S. for his single like crazy. So congratulations, Jimin, and he becomes like I said. Um, the third soloist to do so behind, like I said, John John Cook 7. But also the first one to do it was Psy back in 2012 for his song Gangnam Style. That part I sort of figured because when he did Gangnam Style back in 2012, like everybody was singing that song. So there's that. Um, and also you guys... You know, all is not lost, and I'm turning the page, you may hear it. All is not lost, you guys, with um, BTS going into the military because they are leaving us with so much content. You guys saw the boys constantly go overseas for overseas schedules. It's because they're filming content for us, so when they go in, we will have stuff to, you know, watch. And you guys, I will be on my Patreon um, just going over all that content. Because I won't have any BT. I guess I can still continue to do my BTS segments based upon what I have been watching and talk about that. Um, yeah, I think I'll do that because at first I wasn't going to do my BTS segments, but I think I'm going to continue it because, you know, Jen will be getting out and I still want to have that content 
on my podcast about BTS. Because, you know, if I take BTS off, then, you know, it's like me getting rid of or talking about or, or, or breaking up with them, so to speak, you know, as a fan. And I'm not, I'm, I never will. So I'm going to keep my BTS content on here. Okay. Anyways, um, I, you know, when they go in, I, I, and I've said this in my last podcast and you guys know, I don't really like to edit my podcast. So, you know, what you hear is really me just talking. Um, but you know, I, I want to go back to the very beginning of when they first got started because there's so much reality content, like reality shows and behind the scenes stuff that I, I never watched. Um, in the soup, I did watch it, but I watched the second season. I didn't watch the first season. And the one that I think is Born Voyage, like when they traveled around the world, I never watched that either. It was just so much current content that was going on that I just didn't have time you know, plus life happens. I just didn't have time to look at the, the stuff from before. But with them going in, I'll have time to look at stuff from before because they won't be physically with us. So because they'll be in the military. So I will be watching all those things. If you want to see my reactions to them. Um, like I said, when they go in starting in January, I'm just going to go from the beginning and watch it. If you guys want to come along with me, my Patreon will be active. If not, then I understand no hard feelings lost here. Okay. Let's talk about the last one. Um, because you guys know that, uh, J-Hope, Sugar, and Jen are in the military or, you know, Sugar's doing social service, but, um, there's really nothing going on with them, but, with John John Cook, I just wanted to let you guys know that Standing Next to You, the Usher remix is out and it's already shooting up the charts. If you guys noticed, John John Cook did a TikTok with Usher and his his lip ring is gone. Yes, his lip ring is gone. His hair got even shorter. And you guys know, BTS, they a hot mess sometimes, y'all, because... We was talking about this is the era of them being shirtless, but John John Cook said, no, this is not the era of us being shirtless, but that's all you saw was BTS members with no shirt on, right? Now, you know, when um, R.E.M., when he cut his hair short, he was like, you know, there's nothing to it. I'm just cutting my hair short. But there was, because when each of the BTS members' hair got shorter and shorter and shorter... I think they're training themselves to get used to, and I said this before, they're getting they're getting used to having short hair, but they're also getting us used to seeing them with short hair. Think about it. If they went from long hair to just no hair, we would be like, what's going on? But they got us used to seeing them with shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter hair. So when they go into the military, it won't be a surprise or a shock to seeing them like that. The only one that we really have not seen with their hair short, we really have not seen their hair short, what I said with their hair short, um, is Jimin. I have not seen Jimin with short hair. Have you guys? I haven't. So the last time we saw Jimin, he had blonde hair and it was mid-length. So... um. I don't know. We will see him with short hair, will we? Will he keep that from us? I hope not. I mean, you know, we understand they're going into the military, so they have to cut their hair. It's okay, Jimmy. We we want to see your hair short. It's okay. We're, we're not going to turn our backs on you. But that's the only one, you guys, I haven't seen with short hair. Because I've seen Kim Young. 
he cut his hair a little bit. It's not short, 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 but it's short enough that we can tell the difference with his hair. So um, I don't know if they're going to send or give us a final picture when they go in or not. I hope they do. I, I really do because I do want to see them before they go in. So there is that. Um, also, too, um, I want to tell you guys about John Cook's tattoo. So I did a little research. And did you guys know there was a period of time that men with tattoos was shunned upon in the military? Like they they could not go to certain positions when they entered the military. And, so, and at one point they couldn't enter the military at all. So what happened was people were getting tattoos so they would be exempt from going into the military. And when that trend grew, then the military made exceptions for people having tattoos. Thus, they said, that's not an excuse for you not to go in anymore. And now it doesn't matter if you have a tattoo or not. So there's that. <laughs> okay, you guys, well, that wraps up BTS news. Like I said, not a lot going on. Um, time is time is ticking and they're winding down you guys um for next week i believe it's next week let me look at my calendar yeah next monday and tuesday bts will be going into the military so i'm trying to mentally prep my mind for that have you guys um prepped yours have you um positioned yourself mentally to um cope with bts being gone from us for about six months it's going to be hard i know you guys i know army it will be hard and i was just thinking about the other groups as well like 17 is going to happen to them pretty soon and then also too with stray kids you know it's going to happen so i'm just thinking about other fandoms that you know will be going through this and the fandoms before that have gone through this, like Shiny, Monster X, you know, um, Big Bang, you know, all of them, they did go through that. But back then, um, it wasn't really so much of people knowing that they were going to come back together as a group. Now, all these groups are coming back together. Even TVXQ, y'all, has a song out that was just released today of me filming this. And I'm going to talk about it in the next segment. Um, because it did make my music video pick of the week list. You know, now, you know, you can make a living off being a K-pop artist well into your 30s and 40s and maybe 50s. You know, it used to be you do a K-pop group, you go into the military and you break up. I mean, that it is what it is because you went into the military. There is no more full group. But now, thanks to BTS... You can come back and make a comeback and be bigger and better than you were before you went in. And that's what we're seeing now. So, and, and because of that, I'm, I'm, you know, finding Shiny and Mustard X. I'm finding EXO. I'm finding, like I said, TVXQ. I just saw their video today. And I'm like, oh, they're pretty good. Even though it's two members instead of four, but still, I still like them. Well, you guys, that wraps up the BTS news segment. Coming up is the last segment of my podcast, my music video picks of the week that have been recently released. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to that K-pop talk. It is time for the last segment of my podcast. These are the music video picks of the week that have been recently released that I really, really like. 
Um, there are seven music videos and coming in at number seven, because I'm going to do something different this week and rank the music videos. So coming in at number seven is a South Korean rapper um, by the name of Bio, right? And it's B-E hyphen O. He's a South Korean rapper and songwriter. And the name of his song is called Mad. This music video, you guys, was so deceiving me because there was a band with him. And I was like, wait a minute, am I watching a band or is he a soloist? So I had to do some more research on him. And he is a soloist. He's been out since 2021 when he was on some music show. And you guys, I wish I would have known about him. Like I said, I'm always discovering new artists by doing this podcast. Um, I really like the song. The single is called Mad. There is a piano-based through line throughout the song. It's a pop rock song. He is signed under the BPM Entertainment label. And you guys, I really, really do like the song. It came out on November 28th. And he has a couple million views on, I think it's like 2.7 million. And you guys, look him up, y'all. Y'all won't be disappointed. The name of the song is Mad, M-A-D, by B.O. Okay, coming in at number six is TVXQ, the OGs of K-pop, meaning the originals of K-pop. The name of their song is called Down. And their music video, y'all, they keep it classy. They keep it coming with the good music, the good vibes, the good choreography like they should. Now, the song Down is a slow mid-tempo type slow, um, slow, a slow mid-tempo type song. It has a guitar and a bass undertone to it, right? Now, there's only two members left that are performing under TVXQ, but you know what? It's like they never left. They're so good. And like I said, it's they keep it classy. Now, I do love the choreo. I love the stage production. This is off their album, their ninth album called 20 and 2, and it drops on December 26. And I sort of, I can sort of figure what 20 and 2 means. I'm thinking it's been 20 years <laughs> and there's two of them. I don't know if I'm right about the 20 years, but I'm, I think I am right about the 20 years. It's 20 years and there's two of them, right? Right. I'll let you guys know if I'm right or not next week, but I'm assuming that's what it is. I'm going to have to do some more investigation on TBXQ, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, So if you guys check them out, the name of their song is called Down. Like I said, their album drops on December 26th, their ninth album. Okay. Coming in at number five is Nobody. The song Nobody, music video Nobody. And this this song is by three girls that are collabing from three different groups. You got Soyeon from G Idol, Winter from Espa, and then Liz from Ivy or Ivy. And I really, really, really like this song. It's a very catchy song. There's 25 million views so far. It dropped on November 16th. So this song has been out like almost three weeks, two and a half weeks. I'm just now late posting it. My fault, you guys. Sorry, but um. I did notice they filmed this separately. That's the only thing that I would change on this is for them. I wish there was somewhere they could have filmed it together because it's sort of weird having them perform separately, especially during the dance segments. It seems sort of choppy, but I do like the song, right? It's just a music video. could have been done better. I wish they would have worked it out in their schedules that they could have filmed it together. 
But nevertheless, the girls did good on the song. Okay, number four is your girls batter up. Better up. Better, better, better up. I love this song, you guys. This is the dance performance. You guys already know that the actual video um, came out last week, but this week, as a matter of fact, today of me filming this, they came out with the dance performance debut special. And they already, and I stand corrected earlier in this podcast, I said that they already had a couple of million. They have going on 3 million views and it hasn't even been 12 hours yet. These girls are really kicking butt, taking names. Now in this dance performance, they have a more mature theme. You guys know in the um, original music video, they're dressed up. Um, almost like they're high school girls. They're dressed up in these baseball, um, high school uniform outfits. But in this video, they have a more mature thing. They have a more mature dress, very edgy. And the girls, again, they come with it. Now I said this earlier and I'm going to say this again. The only thing that they need work on is cleaning up the little in-betweens of their choreography so that they're all synchronized. They're not 100% on that yet. And that will come with getting used to each other being out of the training mode. As they go on, they will get better and better and better. I guarantee you that. So... Because I even said it, they, to me, they danced better when they were trainees, but they were in their environment, you guys. They were in their environment. They were in the same dance hall, the same, you know, dance place. So they were used to the spacing in that area. When you're filming a music video and you're not where you normally dance at, it's sort of weird perception-wise and death-wise to get that spacing right. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, it will come, you guys. You will see their choreography spacing get better and better and better. And their synchronization with each other get better and better and better. And plus, Ion's not with them right now. So you're missing one member. And that's throwing them off too as well. But don't worry. She coming back, y'all. For y'all saying that she's not coming back. She is coming back. She just needs time to herself. Like I said earlier, who are we to judge? We don't know what's going on. Let's just wait it out. But you know, YG said that she will, you know, once she's better, she'll be back. So I'll take YG's word for it until it's proven otherwise. Okay, let's move it on. But if you guys haven't seen that um, dance performance video, please check it out. I mean, they 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 definitely will be a dominant contender in the female um, K-pop group game. And like I said, to me, I think Blackpink passed the torch to them. Okay. Moving on, number where am I? Where am I at now? Number three, um, Taeyeon from Girls Generation. Her name of her music video is called, or the song is called Two X. I really like this song. It has like the Spanish guitar flair to it, and I love the beat. And I think she did a phenomenal job. I didn't even know about her until I heard this song, and now it got me looking into Girls Generation. Like you know. I know Got the Beat. I know Red Velvet. And now I know Girls Generation and Kepler. You remember I was saying Kept Warner for the longest and no one corrected me on that. Kepler. And I know about Kepler. So 
Now I know about Girls' Generation, and I really like her song, 2X, and I really like her. So congratulations. Okay, number two is by Dino of 17. The name of his song is Wait. Now, I will tell you about him. He was, you know, with 17, there are certain, with any boy band or any band, period, whether it's a boy or girl band, there are certain ones that really stand out because they're, they they just stand out. Their personality, they're, they're outgoing. You Your eyes just draw to them because they just stand out. And then you got some that are very shy, you know, just blend in and you don't know they're there. Now, for me, that was Dino or Dino. Depends on who you are again. Some people say Dino, some people say Dino. He was one of those people, when I looked at 17, he just blended in. I didn't, you know, I know I knew he was there. I just didn't know him, know him like that. Because when you think of 17 solos, you think of Hoshi, you think of The Eight, you think of Vernon, you think of Woozy, right? When now I think of Dino or Dino, like I said, depending on where you at, who you are. Let me tell you. I really love this song. I love his choreography. He has an RB flair to this song. RB, the dancing is good. Like his personality shines through. He really shook me to the core because I'm like, wait a minute. Dino? What? This is you? This is this is this is your singing? This this is you dancing. So you really can dance. Because, you know, some people, they blend in. Like, RM would tell you from BTS, I'm not the best dancer. I blend in. I'm in the back. You won't notice me because your eyes are on Jimin, V, and Jungkook, which is true, right? But Dino, I thought he was like RM. I thought he was just like, you know, just blending in, you know, not the best dancer. No, Dino can dance. Like, he can really perform. And they need to give him more solo parts. Like, he really is good. And I really like this song. So that's why it's number two. Okay. And number one, y'all, y'all, number one is your boy A.T.'s. Your boys from A.T.'s crazy form because this song is crazy good. When I thought they could not top bouncy, they come back with crazy form. And let me tell you, the music video is good. The dancing is good. The production is good. They even, I don't even know if they did this. There is a reference, whether they meant to do this or not, to Aerosmith. When that guy was up on stage, I don't know which member of ATs it is. I need to learn all their names. But there was a guy from ATs that was up there doing a solo scene in this music video. And he was making reference to Aerosmith. Whether or not he knew it, that's what he was doing. Because he had that microphone up there with that scarf, that red scarf. And you know your boy... Steven Tyler from Aerosmith, that's what he does when he performs with Aerosmith. He has his microphone stand, the microphone, and he has his, his scarves coming from the microphone. And that's what they did during this music video. I don't know who the guy is that wears the brim hat, but he did it in, in the bouncy music video too. Like he, to me, that is very cool. You know what I'm saying? And it's a very sexy look to have that brim hat on. Like I think that may be his signature, but it is so cool to see him like that. That really makes him stand out. And then um, what else is there? Uh, the guy that um, the guy that was doing that little dance with his shoulder thing. 
again, that is a dance that that's real cute and vibing. Sort of like you know, you just vibing with it. You know, I I can't talk enough. You know, I'm get I'm getting tongue tied on this song because it just is just so good, and I'm shook. And in the music production on this song, it puts you up there with the likes of Seventeen Super. On by BTS or La 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 by Stray Kids. That's what this reminds me of. That's the level that this song is on, y'all. If y'all haven't seen Crazy Form by ATs, y'all need to see it or y'all just been hiding up under a rock because this song is that good. Okay, you guys. So, oh, and the Latino beat that it has, it has like a Latino South American type beat. And that's the through line throughout the song. It's good. I, I could talk about this song forever, y'all. It was just released on November 30th. It hit 10 million views right away. At the time of me um, doing this podcast, it was a little bit over 26 million. It's going to do phenomenal. Like, again, just when I thought Bouncy was their top song, this song comes out. ATs, you just don't disappoint. And that's my number one song of the week. Well, you guys, that wraps up my podcast for this week. Again, thank you guys so much for all your birthday anniversary wishes, celebrating my one-year anniversary of my podcast. Please do not forget to go click, like, share, and most importantly, subscribe to my podcast channel. Don't forget, I'm doing giveaways every week of this month to celebrate my one-year anniversary of my podcast. You guys already know what it's about. It's about that K-pop talk, and I should see you guys next week. Bye.